That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Lewis Black is in the studio. He's also on tour everywhere. His last show was in Omaha last night, but uh, if you're listening to other places in the country, a lot of you are, you can go see Lewis. I don't have the way. It's lewisblack.com. Yeah, just go there. And then that's all the stuff's there. And then yeah. there are more shows coming in the fall. So we, we know the story, but I think a lot of the audience doesn't know a lot of the stuff that uh, we met you uh, probably in the early 90s, 93, 94, yeah. through Colleen, by the way. We went for Colleen, and we, we went to a lot of cool people. So yeah. we loved Colleen for that. Uh, and I knew who you were then just because I was a, a comedy fan. Mm-hmm. But you didn't explode until after we met you yeah. nation, nationwide. And you were in your 40s at that point. Yeah. And I'd ask you years ago, if, if you'd have made it in your 20, 22, 23, you said you'd have been dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Drugs, alcohol, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. As yeah. it was, yeah. it was, I yeah. was already, uh, I was doing the road and doing these clubs and probably drinking too much at that point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Morphine. A lot of morphine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, the, uh, but it was really funny. I mean, you could, you you know, you if the thing about any performing thing as you well know is if you if it goes great you wow let's celebrate if it right. goes bad i gotta i need a drink you win either way yeah. um so uh you know so i was still doing it but i, I don't think i would have uh I, I wouldn't have been able to manage in my was 20s. there any point was there any point in that the stand-up because you obviously went into stand-up after being a playwright and, and trying all that and running a club you mentioned years ago in new york city was there any point you were going to give up no nah. Because you had no no plan B. There was no yeah. plan. There and you, was were never... making, you were making a living on the road. You just weren't famous. Yeah. No, yeah. and I was making more of a living on the road oh. than I ever was making And when did you playwright. start on The Daily okay. Show? Yeah. I started in The Daily Show in 1997 or whenever the first okay. weeks okay. of it was. Yeah. I think it's nineteen. And that made you a national uh, face, too. For you know, so it was 27, because I think it's been on 27. Well, that was the, the host? That was the Kilbourne, Kilbourne years. Kilbourne. Yeah, yeah, the Kilbourne years. Yeah. I mean, the first time I worked The Daily Show, the first few times I worked The Daily Show, <coughs> we did it out of a public TV studio there um, and uh, out of Channel 13 in New York, and we had no audience. Right. So, wow. it was, so the first two or three that I did were not in front of an audience. Really? And I improv them. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I would, they would say, come on, and what are you going to talk about? And I'm going to talk about this. Right. You know, I'm going to yell about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Great. Because what they needed was material, and I had a bunch of material that nobody had heard. Got it. So I could, you know, and it was where I started to, you know, was able to start was writing Was it political? Because the Daily Show wasn't political. 
when Kilborn was there. It was a little political. Yeah. But but because uh Liz who started it is is very political. So there was a there was a certainly and I I got to say stuff, yeah. but it was like crazy because yeah. you just I would do it and then they'd come over and they'd go, That was really good. Keep that, drop that, do that. You know, okay. but I had no nothing. I wasn't re- yeah, but so then I would improv again and keep and then we'd do it two or three times and I'd have it. And they go, Good, we got it. And then when we got the audience, we started writing it down and putting it on the teleprompter. And ninety-seven, that has been that yeah. long. I didn't think it, about that. Is there anybody else that's been on with every host? No. That's awesome. No, I'm the only. I'm I'm it. I'm the uh the whoever's that guy was on uh, uh CBS. The, um uh, Cronkite? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. Yeah, that's boss funny. Hate that reference too. That is yeah. funny. Yeah, they, they wouldn't get the other one either. Yeah. I can't I can't even think. You're gonna think of somebody else. Oh, yeah. Keralt. No, uh. not Keralt. The, the one who did the commentary on 60 minutes. Oh, oh, oh Andy Rooney. Andy, Andy Rooney. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that was yeah. the thing. Right, I just right. don't want I don't we I, I would think about every time once we were doing more and more years of it you know I don't want to be the Andy Rooney of my generation. No, he always came <laughs> off, even my younger days, as a grumpy old guy. Yeah, you but don't they were, come they were, off they were, as a grumpy old guy. You just come off as a grumpy guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Because people, young people relate to Lewis because they, yeah. they're just grumpy. They're 22. I'm yeah. grumpy too. Right. I get it. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, it was starting to. Right. That was where things started. I realized things. The other th- reason you kind of walk toward the the retirement door is because right. you realize you're losing. Once you're losing the the kids, well, screw this. Because uh-huh. part of what what was really sustaining me in terms of my audience was the fact that it was every age. Yeah, well, mean, because yeah. the initially I was discovered by kids who brought their parents. Exactly. And now yeah. I have. Parents who were bringing their kids, <laughs> you just go okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is not this is not what I was looking for. Well, that's true because college kids. Same with Letterman. He was uh, he always won with college kids, no matter how old he got on that show. You're right, and then yeah. and a lot of college kids loved you. Yeah, and then they start turning their parents on to you. Right. Yeah, I got it. And then and and then what really turned the the it turned it all it turned it in and made it difficult was is that. Uh, they, the kids were now discovering it on social media. That's where they were finding comics. Right, right. And I mean, oh, we see I, that all explodes now, right? And now it's, and that's where you find, you know, comics will show up here yeah. or, or just do Colleen's social media Club. comics, right? Yeah. Yeah, social media comics, and they're, uh, you know, and um, and it was using in that, and I, I and I was in in partly age, but partly from the very beginning i mean when facebook came out i started i screamed about facebook for 10 minutes on stage in is special. it good because th- i know i feel this way about this business i'm glad i came in this business when i did because i wouldn't want to get this in this business now yeah. are you glad you did comedy or are doing comedy your eight I mean, got into it when the you time did. you did it the 80s yeah the 70s 80s and 90s yeah as opposed to getting into it now i think i would be oh yeah no i i'm far yeah I, I just you know it was it, but in a sense, it's the same because it's where you're going to be found. Yeah. And there's some people yeah. who, and it, you know, I mean, what's great about it is, is that, it, you know, and this was something I thought of when I was a kid because there was, I was reading books about the, you know, what what's what's out there, what'll be coming. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, they were talking about this kind of thing, right. you know, that you would produce yourself. 
there's a, a great thing to that, but it's also you got to be able to produce yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's certain folks like uh, Bert Kreischer, yeah. who's, who's uh, be- yep. become a friend, and I did a, a show of his, and uh, and uh, he's that's crazy. He's got it down. I and, know. And then I, bring, we, I forget, we, you know, you and you people. We used to been, drink with Bert in the morning here when he before yeah. he was just doing the clubs. <laughs> he blew up here too. Yeah. You know. But there are different paths to success now because of social media. But also, of but also Bert, by the way, didn't blow up until his 40s either. You're right. Yeah. You know, he just turned 50. Yep. But so. back, back in the 70s, it was, oh, you get a spot on Carson and then uh, you get your sitcom. Yeah. That, that was, you know, the holy grail. Yeah. There was but a now path. there's a lot of yeah. other paths. Yeah. They wanted a Lewis Black type, but they didn't want Lewis Black. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We've been through that one a hundred, I know. hundred times. A lot. Exactly. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We haven't heard that story for a while. Tell us again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about, they were looking for a Lewis Black type. They were type looking for character. a Lewis Black type. And I was reminded of it because we... Uh, I just played outside of St. Louis in a town called Chesterfield. Okay. Um, and uh, the first time they flew me out to do this, uh, to, to be on what was Joy Behar's show okay. called The Rock. They'd come to a place called Catch a Rising Star in New York. They'd see, they were all out there. They'd seen my act. Yeah. They wrote it for me. It, part of it was from my act. And uh, so it was written <laughs> for me. It was me. And so Your I go. Words. Uh, it was my words. I go out there to. Uh, and this uh, is the Jufro too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I saw. I just saw. A quick aside, maybe a month or two ago, uh, catch an old video online. You're on stage in L.A. and it's '88, and the Jufro is happening. Yeah. It's a great. It's great. It's hilarious because <laughs> I didn't know you that. I'm like, oh, this is so cool to see. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go but, ahead. So, yeah, so, so I end up flying out there. And uh, and it's written, and uh, we arrive. Uh, uh, I arrive in Los Angeles, and uh, John Bowman, who used to yeah. uh, open for me, he picked me up at the airport and takes me to the Hotel Chesterfield. Okay. Which I, and I said, well, I said for, I started. I said, well, you know, they, this is interesting. A hotel named after a cigarette, right? And uh, <laughs> that's cigarettes that were smoked way back when people smoked. <laughs> yeah, they was, didn't vape. They were created in packages of twenty. You don't see them anymore. <laughs> okay, it's it's not that big a deal. Okay, it's nothing to worry about. And so I did, uh, uh, but I got out of the thing in the uh, the head of the uh, whoever was the the, the valet goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, welcome. I, I believe you are the new valet, is what he said to me. And I thought, 
And at the time, I th- I literally turned to John and I go, "This doesn't bode well." <laughs> <laughs> you know? if, if that's you know, and then when and when I went and I auditioned, right. uh, I was really uh, I thought I killed it, and I, I did it. I, did, I mean, it was me, right. so I mean, I, I couldn't have been that far off. <laughs> uh, and so I did it, and uh, they went, "No, that's very good." And it was, you're sitting, I mean, you're doing it in, you got to realize in any of you who have worked in a business where you're sitting around having one of those meetings with six or eight people, like that was what it was like. And they, they're sitting there, they're all of those execs sitting there watching you. And, uh, I would have felt, uh, you know, bad, but there was, uh, there were also other people there who shouldn't have been like older actors who shouldn't have been competing against each other. You thought, bring them in at different times. I mean, I'm getting... I'm getting screwed, but I'm like young. I guess yeah. you screw me, but these people have already been screwed a thousand times. You don't keep screwing them. And so I felt a little better, but I finished up and I said, uh, I said, you know, that's all we need. I said, do you need to see any more colors? Right. Yeah. Because that's their yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, other, I can, because I said I can do this about five different ways. Right. So no, that was really it. We get a sense of it and everything like that. And then the, the one thing I did, which was, uh, didn't work, but I thought, you know, you want to leave them remembering you. So I closed the door and I opened it up again and I said, you sure you don't want to see me tap dance? Okay. And yeah. they went, uh, oh, no, no. Again, they laughed. And I <laughs> said, and they went, no. And I said, then what did I take the the lessons from? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I did it with a profanity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so uh, they went, well, and that was like, <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, I gave it my best shot. That's it. Yeah, and uh, and then it was uh, they didn't they didn't hire me. But let they show- just not respond. Uh, they've laughed at that, but they never. <laughs> okay, but you never got a no. Oh or no! Not, you, oh, no I, who played I, your part I, again? They you, just ghosted yeah. you. Who was the actor who played your part then? Paul Sand. We'd recognize him, right? If I saw. If you, it. You, if you looked up, some of you out there may never recognize Paul Sand, and this will not reflect on you or <laughs> uh, anything about you. Uh, he's an actor who acted on a thing that was called television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on same. a major channel when there were only three and maybe an extra couple. And people would literally at night go, oh, I wish there were more channels. And now they wish there were less. Isn't life strange? So uh, so I ended up, uh, you know. We, but that show didn't go on forever, though. It didn't last at all. So they just did the pilot. So, but th- but think about that. At least it wasn't like uh, Seinfeld, Friends. Uh, I mean, it, it, it didn't blow up into something. You'd be that would just have killed you. Oh yeah, no, like, I would. Million dollar paychecks oh, yeah. every week. No, but I walked yeah. away from. I mean, I didn't. I didn't audition for. I didn't audition for thirty something. Uh, and oh, I, and, oh, and that was to? huge. Hmm? You were invited to. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was at that point. They were. Uh, you know, I Paul kinda, Sand is ninety one. Yeah, Paul Sand is dead. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, wow, that was a little. That Quick. was harsh. <laughs> went, went fast. Yeah. Oh, he died. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no. He's still no, alive. He's still alive. alive. He's still yeah. alive. He yeah. died during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that. I thought that was an obituary. I was Man, looking I at. totally recognize him. In yeah, fact, no, and, I, and I recognize him. The younger. I mean, when he was really yeah. young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's a very funny guy. Yeah. He came out of I think Second City. Got and, it. Uh, was a good improver. I mean, it wasn't like they they picked a schmuck. So, uh, but it was only the pilot that didn't go any further than that, huh? That was it. Okay. So Paul Sand is a Lewis Black type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he called me yeah. and to see if I would be willing to write a sitcom for him. 
And that after, was like yeah, after the fact. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, he, he was he at Second no. City. <laughs> he was at Second City with with Alan Arkin. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. Reckon, I recognize Paul Sam. I'm looking at it now. Okay. And and, and I did. So I auditioned, but I did audition for a bunch of stuff. Right. Because it was kind of right in the. That was when people were starting to look at me as uh, an actor and a comic, and uh, and I auditioned for. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, thir- I was supposed to audition for Thirty Something, and uh, uh, I read Thirty Something, and it disgusted me <laughs> <laughs> because it was. I watched Thirty Something, yeah, and I was in my twenties when I watched that. I but, thought, but it was yuppie heaven for sure. It was, yes, and it yeah. was everything. It was literally everything like you hate. Everything. It was what it was like watching how my generation. Uh, basically uh, decided they were not going to do what they were going to do. That's exactly what that show was yeah. about. You're right, because yeah. they, they, they'd sold their souls. They were in advertising. Yeah, and which role? I don't remember. It was one, but I don't know because I came in to, the, to, to her, and mm-hmm. uh, the, I knew the, the casting agents right. really well. And I went into her. I said, well, I said, I can't audition for this. It, I, it, she said, well, you know, it's going to be huge. I said, this is going to be huge. I mean, this is not going to be good. For, if this is huge, I, I can't handle it. Yeah. This is disgusting. And it was huge. <laughs> and, and it was huge. It was massive. It was massive. And I, had, and I had a couple of people I knew who got into it yeah. who were in it. Ken Holden. Oh, okay. okay. You, you, you can. Okay, yeah. I knew yeah. Ken at the time. Okay. Uh, and I thought... Oh, and Busfield's in it? Yeah. Yeah, Busfield yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Polly Draper. Who, All the people, uh, right? You know Polly, who people. I knew. Um, I love that show. But like yeah. I said, I, I understand what you're trying to say. The, the, the hippie generation sold out. I said yeah. this. She said, what, what don't you like? I said, it's kind of offensive to me. It, 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 I said, if, if, if Hitler had Goebbels write a propaganda, a propaganda uh, a sitcom, a propaganda show uh, about, the, about the, his, the generation of people in their 30s in Germany, this would this is what that show is. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, wow, you know, and she like, you watch her eyes yeah. flipping in her head. And uh, I don't think she ever invited me back to audition for anything else. But I, I, I don't feel badly about All it. Right. I just really. All right. And, uh, Hang I, on. I, I, I'll we'll, finish that story. We'll, we'll come back. I, want, I want to hear the rest. I do want to hear the rest. Lewis Black with us.